Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everybody, welcome to an Ivy Envy and Sun Ranto special podcast mashup because uh, we've got a big announcement. I'm Danny Rocket. I'm Corey. I'm oh yep. yeah, I'm Corey. So so Danny, really, I mean, we've done a couple of other mashups. Uh, one we did in spring training uh, with all of the hosts, except for oh, yeah. Lyle, I believe. But but you know. We really have the important hosts on board for this episode. I mean, this yeah, is really all we need. We, we are the big toes of our podcast. <laughs> we are the Anthony Rizzo's of our respective shows, though. No. Um, obviously, we, we couldn't do it without um, any, any of our uh, co-hosts, and we couldn't uh, do it without everybody listening that's right, listening yep. to it right now, too. Otherwise, it would be like a tree falling in the forest. So, um, yeah, we're going to throw another uh, John Baker Day. It's our third one, Corey. I know. I When I looked at your notes and I saw it was the third annual John Baker Day, I, I have to admit, part of me thought that we had maybe done five or six of these things. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> feels that way sometimes. Uh, I mean... It, but we we will continue to do them as long as they're successful, and they've been successful. We've raised uh, nearly ten thousand dollars over the last two years for Cubs charities and Joe Madden's uh, Hazelton Integration Projects, and um, it's it's just been it's been great. And uh, we've been so lucky to have John Baker on board and really enjoying uh, being with us and with with you all and celebrating that crazy night that the Cubs backup catcher got the win, and uh, we're doing it again. And um, and what's really cool is is there was a rainout back in April, and so uh, we get to do it on a day the Cubs are actually playing a doubleheader against uh, our our hated rivals, the Cardinals. It's perfect, the Cardinals, John Baker Day. But you know what, Danny? Like I was thinking, you, you said that um, this has been a successful thing, and we'll keep doing it as long as it is successful. I think it's really cool that like we've been able to. Um, benefit those organizations and those causes but at the same time like i think another you know looking past that too i think it's it's been a success because it's given all of us the opportunity to to meet and get to know a former cubs player in a way that like i don't really think is possible for you know in a lot of ways uh, i think you can go to see fergie jenkins and get his autograph or whatever you know or billy williams um but you don't really get the opportunity to listen to a former baseball player pretty much share everything he knows. <laughs> oh, I, I would say overshare. <laughs> right, right. And at the same time, like it's a, it's a small enough group and he, I, I feel like people are starting to get to know John and he's kind of starting to get to know people too. And it's like such a, a casual thing. And John will really, you know, we're going to get into what that day is going to look like, but the Q and a section of, of that event is, well worth anything <laughs> like you know the the uh the price of admission just to hear john tell you're gonna you're gonna hear him tell joe west stories um and he provides like i don't know i really enjoy 
hearing uh, like on-field discussions that he has with other players and some of that stuff that just as fans we don't have access to. And I feel like a lot of players, like current players, are probably going to be pretty guarded about that information and what they share and everything. But, um, you know, John does it in a way, in, in a way that he's not maligning anyone or anything like that. It's just he, he provides, like, great insight into the game of baseball and parts of the game that we don't get to see. Yeah, it's – it's um, he's the kind of guy that uh, – you feel like when he's telling you his baseball war stories that you that we're all sitting right next to him with a beer in our hand and he's like oh you should have been there that day you know right. Joe West said this to a guy and it cracked everybody up or or whatever it would be it, but no the guy's full of stories and um you know it's it's so cool that he kind of uh, is so i don't know accepting of all of us and he and he's not a kind of guy that's uh that has a lot of ego involved right. with the way he approaches his life so he's just really open and, and fun and uh we've been throwing this at nisei lounge the last three years and uh when i suggested moving the venue possibly uh he's like nope dive bar is good with me but i you know i was like well maybe we try to get it bigger because we can only fit 150 people in there tops if they right. move the the pool table and everything. So we've, we've had to limit the amount of people that, that come to the event. So when tickets do go on sale very shortly, um, I would suggest getting them as soon as possible. Um, I guess we should tell everybody what the day is. Yeah. (laughs) July 20. They're like, let's see, they're looking in their schedules for when a double header is happening. (laughs) Um, uh, July 21st is the day of it. And it'll be about at uh, three o'clock. I'd say, you know, because the day games at noon and the night games at six, and so I'm thinking we'll probably at least catch the end of that first game while we're setting up for the event and I'll probably just hanging out at Nisei Lounge watching it. And then uh, we'll start as soon as the first game ends and we'll go about an hour, hour and a half. Uh, there'll be uh, music. There'll be uh, pro- probably we'll do a trivia contest again. That was fun. Yeah. Brett Taylor from Bleacher Nation. And uh, this year I asked uh, Evan Altman from Cubs Insider to do it. And of course, uh, we do have a reigning tri- trivia champion in uh, Gary, my keyboard player and Cleveland Indians fan, who won last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, we have a lot of fun, and uh, there'll be raffles, there'll be prizes, uh, there'll be uh, I don't know, probably a couple things for auction. John, John just actually got promoted with the Cubs. Uh, Corey, I don't even think I told you this. No, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, so yeah, he just got promoted with the Cubs, so he'll be traveling with the team a little bit more at the Cubs' request. Nice. Yeah, the players wanted him around more, so he will be around more. Um, so he said, yeah, maybe I can like uh, you know get some autographs from you know Rizzo, some of his friends on the team, and um, and uh, you know have those for raffle and stuff. We're not sure yet, but uh, the other cool thing is that we do throw this uh, with the, an assist from. Uh, Bleed Cubby Blue, Cubs Insider, and um, I'm I'm going to be re- and uh, of course Bleacher Nation's uh, Brett Taylor was there last year, so uh, we've had a lot of fun kind of doing the the social media blogger, you know, alternative media, uh, making this kind of a festival of that as well. Yeah, so, and the uh, the Cubs social media team uh, they'll wander over, and so um, it's kind of cool to be able to to meet those. I know <clears throat> since a lot of our listeners are you know, quite active in Cubs Twitter. Uh, it's kind of neat to, you know, meet the people behind uh, the the Cubs voice. Yeah. Yeah, at Cubs has been there 
couple yeah. times. Um, so I guess, uh, I mean, I don't know if everybody knows who John Baker truly is, you know, but he was the Cubs backup catcher in 2014 and, um, he pitched, he pitched in the game, <laughs> but in 2014, uh, on July 29th and, uh, it was against the Rockies. The game was tied at three for 15 innings. And then uh, John pitched in the 16th. And then he took a walk to uh, lead off the bottom of the 16th inning. Well, I should say about his pitching, right? <laughs> he didn't allow any runs or a hit. He, he gave up a walk, but he got a double play. So uh, it was, it was, he got a double play and then a pop up to Rizzo, I think it was. Um, and then he comes to the bat, bottom of the 16th, and uh, draws a walk. Ends up on third base. I forget who got the hit. And uh, Starlin Castro uh, hits a sacrifice fly. Cubs win. John Baker gets the win. And, um, well, maybe not coincidentally, but at the at uh, the exact same time in a parallel universe, universe I was um, at that game. And I drank a lot of gin and beer. And I mixed it with beer. And I got super drunk. And I was outside with my friends at the Captain Morgan's Club and around the 13th inning, and they used to let you do this. You'd go out there and you could have a cigarette. So I was out there doing that. And um, uh, they closed Captain Morgan's. They wouldn't let us back in. And this was at midnight. The game went till almost 2. So uh, there were a few more innings left. And, uh, yeah, I, we tried to get back in. We went around. I, I threw up. Because <laughs> that's sure to get you back in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, look at that guy throwing up. Yeah, let him back let him in. in. <laughs> he looked like fun. So, uh, actually, a security guard ended up uh, threatening us with handcuffs because we were being a little bit maybe too persistent. And uh, so I woke up the next day with a massive hangover, probably still drunk, and I woke and I wrote a song called uh, The Night – well, at the time it was called The Night the Backup Catcher Got the Win. And um, anyway, John ended up hearing – I posted it up on Bleed Cubby Blue. John Baker heard the song, and uh, we ended up meeting – I don't know, within that year sometime, like uh, right after he had come back to work for the Cubs. I guess that would have been, what, a year and a half later, actually. Yeah. And you and I, Corey, were at Cubs convention uh, right before I was going to meet John. And we were like, we were talking about that night. And we saw that there was, I forget who was in town for the first, who was in town for the first John Baker Day? Who did we play? Was it the Mariners? Yes, it was the Mariners, which was perfect because uh, that's the team that John had just uh, quit. Right, right. So, uh, to end his uh, playing career, anyway. And uh, so we were sit- just sitting there, re- sitting around talking at Cubs convention. Hey, what if we threw a big party? And maybe, may, maybe John had come. Well, I'll invite him, <laughs> you know. And that's how the whole thing started. And then later on, we decided to maybe make it a charity event. We raised a bunch of money for Cubs charities. And um, so that- that's how this whole thing kind of got started, strangely enough. Yeah, yeah, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, we got a lot of great feedback, and so that's why we decided to keep going. And and more importantly, John enjoyed himself, and so uh, that helped make it possible. Otherwise, it would just be us, like, remembering a strange game, uh, and that would be kind of strange, awkward. Was, so. Well, that was, that was the original plan, Corey. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and the original plan was to, to sit there, go to a baseball game, and just commemorate in our hearts, true, the the uh, the heroic um, actions of John Baker. So John legitimized this event, yeah, by showing up to it. <laughs> <laughs> so and then we turned into a bunch of stuff, and it actually became bigger than we thought it was uh, would be, and um, and we're hoping to make it bigger every year. Uh, and I guess the reason uh, 
the reason we're doing this now it is we want to help people as as well like as long as we're getting everybody together and we're making t-shirts and we're making uh well this year we're making fanny packs so that'll be really cool um but you know it, we're charging admission to to come to, to come to the event um because we want to raise money and the past few years, we've uh, raised money for organizations like Cubs Charities or Joe Madden's um, Hazleton Integration Project. Um, but this year, uh, we kind of had a different idea because um, you know, both Corey and I are friends with Stuart McVicker, who is the founder of a Club 400. And their motto is Cubs fans helping Cubs fans. And what they do is they uh, Stuart raises money uh, by opening up his home, and he's built this award winning fan cave i forget which year he won some contest hmm. was it espn or something like that or yeah. mlb or yeah maybe it seems, sounds familiar but it must have been a few years back a few years back and this place is a is a museum right of, of cubs memorabilia and autographs and it's got a you know a cubs bar made of baseball bats and anyway he invites has invited players starting actually with tom ricketts out to uh, his home in Lake in the Hills and has raised money for individuals. He started this because his friend needed a prosthetic arm. He had fallen off while he was driving, and I think he crashed his car. So they got him a new arm, and Tom Ricketts helped raise the money for this arm, right? So since then, people have reached out to uh, Stuart and asked him for help, either to donate an item for a raffle or, you know, it, it, you know, word is out there that Stuart's out there doing good things. So uh, he's he, he's doing good things with other people. And so I reached out to him and I said, hey, Stuart, do you know of anybody that might need our help right now? I know that a lot of people probably reach out to you. And he suggested that we help uh, the Knoll family. And the Noel family is from Huntley, Illinois, and they were injured in a really terrible six-car uh, vehicle crash on uh, I-55. They were coming home from a baseball tournament in Springfield. Um, five members of the family uh, were injured. Uh, the dad pretty badly broke his back and his arm, and mm. uh, but there's other fractures. The other kids have broken bones and um, even a, a brain thing. I, I don't know. I don't want to – I'll spare everybody the gory details of the crash, but it's bad. And um, miraculously, they all survived. But as you well can imagine, if something like this were to happen to you, um, it would be quite uh, devastating and uh, probably set you back a few bucks, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and um, – and also, uh, you know, obviously the loss of work and everything that comes with it as you uh, recover, which will take some time for, for these guys because it was not a good, uh, a good um, situation for them. Uh, but they did survive, and we decided to uh, raise money for them this year exclusively. Um, and, uh, I, and I reached out to John about that, and he said, yes, this is exactly the kind of thing that he would, you know, want to, you know, put his name behind and his energies. And um, I hope uh, – all of you listening to us right now will help us help us uh, help them. Yeah, and I think it's really cool because in the past, like you said, we've kind of donated the money to different organizations, and I think it's really uh, kind of neat to actually have you know one sole um, 
I guess, beneficiary and, and some like a, a family and faces to actually to, you know, put this towards. And, um, you know, we haven't really talked too much about this, Danny. And I mean, I guess we can cut it out if you don't want to share it, but so we've done the John Baker day events, uh, for, you know, to, to raise money for the different organizations. And we have also with the unconventional and, um, so we've like together, we've raised like $10,000, um, you know, for, uh, with these events and everything. And I, first off, I just think that's incredible that the, 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 you know, podcast communities that we have are so generous and, uh, you know, will will I guess, you know, eagerly, uh, give to these different, um, organizations and everything. But like, this is a real family. These are people that actually need the help and we can, you know, make an impact and, and really help them out. And so, um, you know, even if you don't live in the area and you're not going to be able to attend that game, you can still donate, uh, for this cause. You can still, uh, purchase, um, the, the, uh, the t-shirts and the fanny packs that we're selling. Um, and everything we get goes, you know, straight, straight onto them. Uh, so yeah, and and we'll have raffles too, and uh, th- that's actually been a, a really big uh, money raiser because apparently Cubs fans really like gambling. Yeah, well, and, and one thing that makes it nice is some things are thrown in there at the at the you know right at the <laughs> the day, the day of uh, some yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, well, I think it might be the same uh, as well that uh, this year John might just be showing up. He's this kind of guy, you know. He'll right. he's kind of spur of the moment kind of dude, and so. I think he'll probably show up with an armful of something, you know, that we went last year. He uh, just uh, out of the blue, just decided to give away a, a personal tour of the spring training facilities because <laughs> he, he was living in Arizona. And I think so, he uh, pitched batting practice to the the winner, didn't he? I, I wasn't there, so I don't know. <laughs> if down. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's the prizes we'll have. I mean, I guess, I don't know. This probably isn't why people come, but I, what I do is I, I uh, go to a lot of games and I get the giveaways at some of the games that I can get to early anyway. So I have like a Wilson Contreras bobblehead that was given away this year. I've got a, uh, a Jason Hayward bobblehead. We have got uh, blankets and I'm sorry, it's all behind me. So I'm turning around. Oh yeah. I've got a, uh, a uh, bleacher t-shirt or a, uh, what's a tank top. Oh, I've yeah. got a bunch of stuff. So, uh, you know, we put together these packages and you can win stuff that uh, was, you know, given away at Wrigley. And this is also the part that I always, always like to reach out to anybody out there that might have something that they'd want to donate for the raffer, mm-hmm. raffle, or if it was really worth some value, you know, like for example, I'm not going to, uh, this is one of the only nice things I have, but I have an Ernie Banks signed Stein. And so if you had something like that, that you would want to donate, uh, you know, that would be more of an auction item that would help raise money uh, for for the Knoll family uh, at at this event. So I think what we want to do in this part of it is, you know, if you do have something to donate to this event, you know, uh, get in contact with me at sunranto at gmail.com. And uh, we can we can link something up. If you can't come to the event, you need to send it to me, and I can bring it down there. A couple people donated things last year, and uh, you know it really helped kind of uh, make it feel even more inclusive. Because you know instead of giving money, you give uh, some Cubs related item that you know would make somebody else happy that you are willing to part with. So, and I know you've got a bunch of stuff too, Corey. Yeah, I've got some some giveaway stuff. I have the um, the bullpen dancing tumbler. 
uh, oh, nice. throw in there. Um, and the blanket and the, there's a Cubs beanie too. Uh, they were all from like the, uh, giveaway at the stadiums. Like, I don't know, one of the first few series. So I'll throw those in there. And so, yeah, I mean, the, the goal really is just to have fun, uh, listen to John, tell some stories and then just, you know, raise money for the Noel family and, uh, see if we can help them out. Yeah. And uh, I'm really excited about the fanny packs. I just got the email this morning that they are on their way to my house right now. I've uh, and I, I know there's a limited amount and of of fanny packs that we've ordered and shirts too. And there's a limited amount of time to buy them. Yes, a very limited amount of time. So. So you can purchase your tickets for the event, and then um, we have a, a lot of different options there. So you can buy your event with a T-shirt. You can buy it with a fanny pack. You can buy it with both. You can just buy the T-shirt or the fanny pack, and those can be mailed to you. Um, so I'm looking at a calendar here, and I think the cutoff – let's see. Sorry, I'm doing the math here as we're talking. Um Carry the three. Yeah, the cutoff I think will be – this is not very long, but Sunday – um, August 1st, or I'm sorry, July 1st, um, will be the cutoff so that I can get the t-shirts printed and everything in time to take up to John Baker day. So, um, if you order them and the, uh, for them to be sent to you, we can't really guarantee you that you're going to get them before John Baker day. Um, uh, but, uh, there's a good chance you will, but it might also arrive like early the next week or something. So we kind of pushed, pushed it with the calendar, um, and the, the t-shirt shop I, t- I use, they usually take a couple of weeks to, to fulfill an order. So, yeah. And, uh, do you, uh, have a place where everybody can buy these, these things? Yep. So if you go to IVNV.com and then you click on IVNV merch, uh, everything is listed there and you can see all the different options to purchase things. And, uh, the t-shirts this year are like a uh, baby blue with black ink. So we've done, um, what have we done? Just the blue and we, we- did gray with the blue oh, right yeah and we did dark blue with uh, like a navy with uh the white ink and right. now we're going baby blue black ink and next year i'm thinking pink and purple <laughs> i i i know you're pushing for the hot pink uh um, yeah i'll I've try it i'll get, try it yeah i tried to get the hot pink on the fanny pack i was voted down <laughs> but uh i'm really excited about the fanny packs if you don't know what the fanny pack thing is about it's that john baker uh big fan of fanny packs he is so, yeah. so uh that's something we wouldn't have known if we had never started throwing this event see and i i've kind of part of me has i've wanted to try the fanny pack thing and i think this is great because now i'll have an excuse to try it <laughs> and an excuse to wear it in public and feel comfortable with it. Now, Danny, um, what do you think? We're going to wear the fanny packs. Do we go with Crocs on the day of? Or I mean, I don't, wearing Crocs into Wrigley Field seems a little sketchy to me. I, I was think it's a little sketchy, but it's better than flip-flops, which a lot of people do at Wrigley. Right. Um, it, what I'm thinking is a mullet with a tail. Okay. Um, and maybe I'll shave little lines into the side of my head, too. Um, fanny pack, uh, definitely a tank top that says Frankie says relax and, uh, and the Crocs. Yeah. I think that's the look I was even thinking, and we could talk about this, uh, uh, you know, off, uh, off air and see if we want to do this. I was thinking, Hey, why not have a mullet uh, competition to go with the fanny packs? Well, we only have a month to grow it. (laughs) I know. I, I, I need need a couple of years to grow by that. So, 
No, but uh, no, it's going to be a really fun event, and yeah. uh, we're all just going to get together and goof around. And uh, you know, Nisei, if you've never been there, it's a fun dive bar. It's known for uh, shots of malort, which is um, well, I don't know. How would you describe the, the flavor of malorts? I mean, John uh, described it as uh, the taste of markers. Yeah, I'm, I uh, man, when it comes to malort, I, I describe it by just saying no. So that's that's just me. I know that I probably like lose some uh, street cred with being a Cubs podcaster and not being into Malort. But come on, are any of us really into like Andy appears to be into Malort for some strange reason? Like at a campsite, we'll sit there with a bottle of Malort. I don't quite understand it, but yeah, it's uh, definitely an acquired taste. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not exactly sure why it took off, except for that it's fun to give to out of towners who uh, have never tried it before yeah. just to make the make their face do that malort face thing <laughs> right, right so i i do have one detail to add about john baker day this just handed to me here in the newsroom uh katie day will be performing oh uh, nice yeah a few songs so i don't know if it's going to be just her cub stuff um or if she's going to play some of her other new stuff but katie will be there and katie will be playing a few tunes sick and uh yeah and i'll i'll always launch it with uh of course, the ballad of John Baker. Right. So, it's uh, it's it. No, it's a it's a musical fun. It's like a it's more like a Cubs fan party. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So people can show up what like any time after noon. Um, I think we'll be there setting up and we'll be prepared. And um, like you said, the event starts around three. So just kind of if you don't if you go to that first game, you can still just come right over uh, after the game or um, if you're. If you only have tickets to the second game, just kind of wander in whenever you want in the afternoon. Otherwise, um, you know, and you don't even have to go to the games. You can still hang out at Nisei and watch the the night game over there. Because tickets are not cheap to that game. Uh, no, no, they are. It was it basically eighty five dollars to sit behind a pole. <laughs> so that that's what you get that day. I mean, it's Cubs Cardinals. You know, middle of July, Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah, that's that's a big one. Yep. So, uh, but it's good because that means a lot of people will be around, and a lot of people will be around to celebrate and to help uh, raise money for the Knoll family. So, um, uh, the last thing I just kind of want to say about it is that I did speak to Jody Knoll, who's the mother of the family, and um, she she was so grateful and shocked, you know, really surprised because this was we just called her out of blue. Mm-hmm. Me and Stuart, we we three way called her, and. Uh, she was just like, "What? Yeah, really? <laughs> okay. Um, wow. So hopefully, um, at least she will be well enough to actually join us that day as well. Oh, that'd be awesome. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, the kids are probably too young to be in Nisei Lounge, <laughs> but right. <laughs> uh, you know that. Uh, hopefully, somebody from the family can join us as well. Um, if you look it up and you want to kind of see their story, uh, they do have a GoFundMe. Um, they, they raised a bunch of money on it, but obviously as a family of five, they're going to need a little bit more than 40 grand, you know, mm-hmm. which is what they raised on the GoFundMe. Um, uh, the, it's a GoFundMe, um, then help for the Knoll family, K-N-O-L-L, and there's dashes between all the words. So I just want, you know, want to point, it, point everybody there too. Um, but uh, uh, we'll have a way that we can... Oh. Cory, Cory, did you just get on a motorcycle? <laughs> so I, I'm recording at my in-laws' house, and the 405 freeway is literally in their backyard. And I think somebody just took a moped down the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, 
It's fun. That Friday feeling. Yep. <laughs> so um, I guess that's I guess that's kind of the whole thing. I, I we probably left something out, and we'll feel embarrassed about it later. But well, I we mean, remembered the date. Yeah, yeah, so. July twenty first, which is uh, it's a Saturday. Yep. So it'll be a lot of fun. Come on down. If you can't make it, still get a T-shirt or just just donate through the the, the GoFundMe or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, let's see how much you know how much we can help this this family. Heck yeah! All right. Well, that I guess that's it. I'm gonna well on my show. I say Spacog, and I say Go Cubs. Catcher got the win. I showed up down at Wrigley with a belly full of gin. I knew it would be a long one, and when Jackson was pitching, the night the backup catcher got the win. And when Jackson only lasted four, the game was tied for 12 more innings, nobody could score. We went to Captain Morgan's cause we wanted to drink more. The night the backup catcher got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Sat in the upper deck with three of my best friends. The night the backup catcher got the win. Just outside to have a smoke But as we stood beyond the gates Captain Morgan's closed We got left outside And we couldn't get back in The night the backup catcher got the win We were three sheets to the wind And over-served And we couldn't get back to our seats In upper deck reserved So we watched the game from the dugout On Addison The night the backup catcher got the win it was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Got sick outside of Wrigley from mixing beer and gin. The night the backup catcher got the win. And then as the story's told, John Baker, the Cubs' backup catcher, took the mound in the top of the 16th inning, pitching a scoreless frame, facing the minimum. Then in the bottom of the 16th inning, John came to the plate and took a walk. Then he ended up on third base somehow, at which point Starlin Castro hit a sacrifice fly, winning the game! John Baker finally won it in 16. On the most exciting sack fly this baseball fan has seen. But I sort of missed it, I was drunk as Charlie Sheen. The night the backup catcher got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. Oh, they threatened us with handcuffs when we tried to sneak back in. The night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win. Got the win. It was the night the backup catcher got the win.
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.